Welcome to 10K Dollar Day. If you are new here, we need to let you know that this is a vintage episode, which means our audio quality was not where it should be. So please feel free to keep listening, but also feel free to jump around, maybe to those newer episodes with the really good sound. Have fun. And welcome to episode 18 of 10K Dollar Day. I'm Allison Burns. And I'm Lula Picard. And oh, and this is, t- I, I always, always want to say, and this is 10K Dollar Day. I know. I always want to do that afterwards. Tell everyone why you sound like you're uh, talking through a speakerphone. Oh, guess what? I'm talking through a speakerphone. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone, uh, if you've listened to most of our episodes, you know that we're going through growing pains, figuring out all of our processes to do this podcast but also a few episodes ago we talked about our kind of way that we record um today is completely different because allison is in her studio which is great uh and i am literally in the middle of the ocean (laughs) i'm on the ncl escape and uh, i'm here doing a job and i'm in my cabin and i am on the wi-fi i I don't know four thousand dollar minute something like that uh, so we tried to figure out a way that I could make an audio file and upload it the way that we normally would, and it just wasn't going to work. And so um, we always want to get the episodes out on time to you guys. We It's really important to us to get the episodes out every Wednesday. So I apologize that the sound quality isn't quite what we have progressed <laughs> to make it our standard. Um, but we do promise that... Uh, that we're still going to have just as much fun. We have, I have no idea what this is going to sound like at yeah. the end of the day. But. Nice. And like you said, we want to make sure that we get, you know, the episode out. So because of that, we always say, you know, quantity over quality. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Oh, my God. That's such a terrible way to live. <laughs> I know, I think it's like the exact okay. opposite for, you know, most people. Um. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I haven't talked to you in a bit, Allison. I know, because been on a ship. Have, I know, I've been on a ship, but it's gonna, I'm going to be on land and like actually in my apartment in New York for at least a month and a half, so I'm very excited about that coming around the bend. Um, and... Uh, in another step for 10K, and also just an excuse for Allison and I to have a vacation, um, Allison and I are going on a vacation where we are possibly going to do some 10K things. Yeah, and we're really excited. <laughs> We've never been on vacation, just the two of us together. We are leaving all of our responsibilities behind. And um, we're coming, we're going to Nashville. Yeah. So, uh, a few things about that. We uh, we did Nashville early on, I feel, in the podcast, like within the first 10 episodes yeah. was Nashville. So we're going to pick and choose from that list. If, if any of you are familiar with Nashville, if you have some other things for us to try, we'll be there for three days. We would love to incorporate them. Just remember, we don't actually have $10,000. No. So um, anything that is also on the cheaper side, we would love to cover that too. Um, we'll do all of those things. And... Uh, our listener and friend Leslie Mann is there. She's going to join us because she actually helped plan that Nashville episode with me. So um, she's going to take us around to some places. We're super excited. The tickets have been booked. We yeah. booked the airline tickets. It's like happening. And we're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Once it hits my calendar, you know it's for it. real, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. It's good. Um, so tell me what your obsession is this week. Uh, my obsession this week is the cold foam cascara iced coffee at Starbucks. Have oh, you had these cold col- foam? Cold foam. It's, it's an what experience. Is, what does that mean? So basically, it the cup looks like an iced coffee cup, and it is iced coffee on the bottom. But then on the top, it's a foam. It's not whipped cream. It's like this foam that you would get on a hot coffee, but it's on cold coffee, and you can't use a straw, so it has a special lid that looks like it's clear as well, but it looks like a hot coffee lid because you have to drink some of the foam with each sip. So you have to have 
you, you can't use a straw because the straw obviously goes past the foam. So with each sip, you get some of this cold foam, and that's what makes it a, like sweet. So everything else is, you know, that really strong coffee taste. It's so good. I want to try that. Yeah, it's amazing. But I will say, don't get a venti because you run out of foam. And then it's just the really strong, like, black iced coffee, which if you like, that's cool. But I like the foam with it. So I would do, like, a grande so that you have enough foam for every sip. Oh, that sounds really great. You know what? Let's have them in Nashville. Okay. <laughs> or, you know what? We should do it not in Nashville because that's, Starbucks is such a chain. We should do it, do it just at the airport. Like, have, like, airport well, iced coffee. Well, I'm not going to be at the airport with you because we're from Oh, that's places. right. Mm-hmm. I take it back. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I'm so excited about our trip. I know. We have two big trips coming up. I'm so excited. I know. Well, I don't know what this life is. Oh. <laughs> it's like... Um, it's funny because we don't make any money off this podcast, and yet I feel like it um, validates me spending money on things that would be tax deductible if we were making money. Absolutely. Right? So now I'm yeah. like, well, I have to go travel because I have this podcast. Yeah. And we have to give the people what they want. Yeah, yeah. People are clamoring for me to go to the spa. Yeah, they are. They want to know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. P.S. The spa on this ship yeah. um, has a salt room. Oh, of course it does. And a snow room. What? It has a snow room. What does that mean? You go to the sauna or the steam bath and you open up all your pores and then you go in this room where it's literally snowing inside. Oh my gosh. On the ground and it's freezing and you're in your bathing suit. (gasps) You just went from the sauna. So it's kind of like that Sweden trip that we talked about, except at the spa. And then you come out of that and then you go back in the steam room and then you go back in the snow room. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. It's great. Uh, is that your obsession? What's your obsession? No. Are you ready? The, the obsession's yeah. a really good one. I have to say I'm really excited about this episode. I'm very sad the sound quality is going to be a little less than what we normally have because um, I will want to listen to this episode over and over again because my 10K day is really good. Ooh. <laughs> and my obsession is really good. Um, so right now, what I'm doing, my gig right now is that I am on the Norwegian Escape. Okay. And we are putting on uh, the Choir of Man is doing its first ever American run. And it, the Choir of Man is this amazing show where it's it's nine guys. They sing beautifully, just gorgeous harmony, all original arrangements. Some of it's a cappella. Some of it is slightly supplemented with um, guys on stage playing cajon and playing piano and guitar and um ukulele and stuff like that and mm-hmm. uh it's but it's all original arrangements of kind of songs that you would sing in a pub okay so it's a little classic rock um some drinking songs stuff like that and they're just these nine as nice as you can imagine guys from the uk and ireland they put together a show at edinburgh fringe last year it traveled to adelaide fringe it's going back to edinburgh this next fringe cycle but in between they've now become a permanent fixture on the ncl escape and they just formed last july i mean it's been a meteor meteoric 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 a meteoric rise is that how you say that word i have no idea i didn't even know that was a word well i yeah i think that's how you say it I'm also positive I've never said that word before. Yeah. I've only read it. Um, So a meteoric rise. I mean, just super fast. So we've brought the original cast onto the NCL escape. They're going to open the show. They're going to be here three months. And then then the replacement cast will start on the ship. Um, And I'm going to music direct the replacement casts. So I'm here watching the original cast working with the original creative team and let me tell you i am obsessed with this show so i just need everyone to look them up they're called the choir of man they're on all the social media they're on youtube and they're doing an american tour and i plan to go through their tour dates and literally call my friends in every city and be like you have to go see this choir of man they're just so great so awesome 
they are my obsession, and they are so nice and great musicians, and um, it, it, I'm having the best time. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, however, my wish list, I'm going to go straight into my wish yeah, list. Yeah, do it. My wish list is for better Wi-Fi on the ship. Oh, yeah. Because there's no amount of money that I can pay to make the Wi-Fi strong enough to upload files to the internet. Yeah. Whether they're video or audio. Um, there's no, like, premium Wi-Fi. There's nothing you can do. I mean, if you're in between New York and Bermuda, you're in between New York and Bermuda. Right. So it's satellite internet. Um, there's literally nothing I can do to make it faster. So when I was trying to, I tried to upload some test files this morning to see if we could make this happen the normal way. Yeah. And I was doing like, uh, I started with a two minute file. Normally our files are like 65 to 75 minutes and then you cut them down. Yeah. So I started with a three minute file and it was like, uh, two hours remaining. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's awful. And, um, and also, even if I had $10,000, I couldn't do it because it would, like, time out after a while and just tell me it didn't, it didn't upload. Yeah. So. You must um, be really far away. great Wi-Fi. I'm really far away. It's kind of odd to think about it. But yeah. Yes, I am. What is on your wish list? Um, I wish for something that would make my eye stop twitching. Oh, no. I've had a terrible eye oh. twitch for, like. Four days. Four days? Yeah. And it's not like all the time, but it's enough to where it like affects me. And like I'll be literally in the middle of talking to someone and it starts going and they're like, are you okay? Your eye's twitching. Like it's noticeable. It's not like little. Oh, so other people can see it. Yeah. And I have to like hold my eye so it like stops twitching. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to laugh. I just, the, the picture of you like holding your eye. Yeah. Um, did, did you try a banana? No. <laughs> I mean, eat the banana. I don't mean like hold it up to your eye. What is a banana <laughs> going to do? What, the potassium? Because everything I've read said it was That's- like dehydration. Here's the thing. It said, if your eye is twitching, you need more sleep, no alcohol, and more water. All the three things that I like do the opposite of. Like, I don't drink enough water, I drink too much alcohol, and I don't sleep. So I was like, oh, well, that's probably oh the, the reason. Oh, P.S., I'm a little drunk right now. No, you're not. It's all, no, it real. I am. It's it's one in the afternoon here. No, is it? <laughs> yes, it's one in the afternoon where you are. It's two in the afternoon where I am. Oh, so that means, but you know yeah, that me- you should be wasted. Well, <laughs> no, that meeting that I said that I had to do, which is why I couldn't call until a certain time, yeah, um, was a real meeting, but I had to go watch the Wine Lovers show on the ship, oh. and so I was just going to watch it, and then they said, do you want the full experience? And I said, yes, <laughs> and so I've had six glasses of wine <gasps> in an hour. Six? Well, it's like tastings, but they're heavy tastings. They're like heavy pours. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't finish the last two wines. But, um, you, you sound really you, good like, for six glasses of wine. I'm a functioning drunk. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I can tell that you've had alcohol because you're so like nonchalantly talking about how drunk you are, which is something you would never do. <laughs> like you would never, ever admit to that. <laughs> so that right there tells me that, yeah, she's pretty drunk. Because you're like, I'm a high-functioning oh alcoholic. God. Okay, Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be fun. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> you should have I led can't. with that. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's just go into 10K days. Perfect. Um, who do you want to go first? Totally up to you. Do you think you'll last through mine? Like, are you gonna uh, are you gonna fall asleep? I'm I'm very kidding. Dedicated I'm kidding. To you as a person and to the <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, you go. You, I'll go, first, go first because mine's really short. Okay. Um. Okay. I mean, it's it's fun, but I was like, and well, we'll I'll just get to it. All right. So I am going to 10K Day in 
Beverly Hills, California. So, and now you can see why this 10K day is, like, so short. Um, yeah, did you spend it in, like, oh my God. breakfast and it was, like, $10,000? Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so, first of all, I stayed at the Peninsula Beverly Hills Hotel. And there's one in, like, every major city in the world. Like, Shanghai, Paris, New York. And the, um, the website, it says, the one in Beverly Hills is one of the best, if not the best, hotel in the entire L.A. area. And it's, oh, wow. it's called an exclusive oasis. It's above and beyond, huge, beautiful, fine dining, luxury spas, and more. It's all superb. Like, it, that's what it says wow. about itself. So I was like, all right. So once again, <laughs> I looked at the rooms and the, it only goes up, you know, to a certain thing and then you got a call. So I just did the most expensive suite that was online without calling, but I didn't need to call because if, if I would have paid any more, then that's all I would have done is the hotel. Because just the deluxe suite for two nights was $5,243. Wow. Yeah. Now, with this, though, I have to say, some of the services that come with it and the amenities, you get complimentary fruit, flowers, and newspaper every day. You get free shoe okay. shining service every day. Um, you okay. get... A, a welcome beverage when you arrive, and you get use of a luxury vehicle throughout your stay. So you don't have oh. to, yeah, you don't have to rent a car. Perfect. So that saves some money. So, uh, yeah, so that's already half my budget, just these two nights. So I'm going to wake up in the morning, and I'm going to go to the Chaumont Bakery, which is uh, really well-reviewed as a little breakfast place in Beverly Hills. I'm going to start with, it's all organic, um, the organic granola, and then I'm going to do some French toast, which just sounded amazing, has cinnamon, roasted apricots, maple syrup, pecans, whipped cream, and then a coffee. Roasted apricots. I know, right? Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So not too bad, though. The whole breakfast is only $26, so that was not bad. But now, I was like, what do people do in Beverly Hills? What would you guess? Um, it, uh, in Beverly Hills, you shop. Yes. There you go. Ding, ding. So I'm going to go shopping. And I was like, ooh, how fun. I'm going to do, um, I'm going to hire a personal shopper to come with me and like a stylist to help oh, me shop. Oh, lovely. Because I don't know what's there. Like, I mean, you know, you could walk up and down the street, but it'd be so much, you know, better to have someone who like knows the area so I searched personal stylist in the area I found a celebrity stylist whose name is Kim Applett and her website is stylebykimxo.com and uh, so she has these different packages and you can click on after each package add to cart but it doesn't have the price so it just says add to cart so um the first thing was an all-day experience with her where she, you know, you get the car and you get um, three meals and you get to go shopping all day. And I was just curious. So I clicked add to cart and it went into my, like, immediately to PayPal and it said it was $9,500. $9,500. What? For a day with her. And I was oh, like... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was like, remove. Remove from cart. Remove. <laughs> and then... So I did the next thing, which I thought was better anyway. I did three hours of shopping with her. And so for okay. for that, I was like, you know what? I don't it's gotta be less than that. I still have like half my budget. I'm just gonna pay whatever it is. Well, three hours of shopping with her, forty five hundred dollars. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Now here's the thing. The actual um like description of what you get, it says, I do all of the work. I'll find your personal style. I take care of all the shopping. Bring them to you. Put your looks together. And at the end, I return the pieces you don't love. So I think that that 4500 gets you, you know, the looks as well. Like it's not just her fee. I oh, think that she goes shopping for you. Know. Well, because there's no like extra things on there. So... I don't know. I was just going to pretend like that's what happened. I, you pay $4,500 okay. and she picks out some outfits. But Wait I'm a minute. What? Are you already at $9,500? Yeah. 
That's where I was like, and I kind of forgot about the, when I was doing this, I forgot about the hotel. And I was like, um, oh, okay, not bad. That's going to get me up there. And then I went back and I was like, oh my God, I've got to be really careful. Like I can't do a lot more things. But I was like, I'm just going to keep it because I've never done it that fast. So I'm going to go shopping with her. So now, yeah, I'm almost at my budget. So for lunch, I'm going to go to Spago, which is Wolfgang Puck's restaurant. Oh, you know it? I feel like it was like the hot restaurant in the 80s and you would always hear about celebrities going to Spago. Yeah, well, it's so expensive. But their lunch menu is actually not terrible. I mean, you're still looking at 100 bucks a person. Um, but I'm going to start with the kombucha and butternut squash soup. And it has mm-hmm. wild field mushrooms, bacon, and roasted onions. And that's $18. And then I'm going to do the rye-crusted loup de mer, which is Maine lobster, leek puree, cucumbers, seagrass, and Americana sauce. And that's $44. Uh-huh. And then a glass of Sauvignon Blanc for 19 So my my lunch is $97.20. So I'm now getting even closer. So I decided I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go back to this super expensive hotel. I'm going to nap. I'm going to do some free things. I'm going to go to the pool. I'm going to just look around. And then I'm going to get that luxury car that they said I could use. And I'm just going to drive around Beverly Hills for free. And just see, I'm going to see the sights and like, Go look at all the houses. Now, I did say that I was going to stop by the celebrity bus tour, and it's $30, but I was just going to pay them $30 for the map so that I could drive myself in my car. <laughs> so okay. I'll just look at all the famous houses. I don't know. Just go to, like, you know, uh, the Beverly Hills sign and, like, take a picture. Whatever. Just easy, fun stuff because I needed to save money for dinner. So I think that's oh, the isn't that cra- I think yeah. This is the first time that we've ever said that. I know, save money. <laughs> yeah, so true. <laughs> okay, and so for dinner, that's a few hours of that. So for dinner, I'm going to go to Lowry's Prime Rib. Um, once yep. again, they have that in a few different cities, um, and I'm going to do the Lowry Cut Prime Rib for forty seven dollars. And that includes mashed potatoes, Yorkshire pudding, whipped cream horseradish, and their famous original spinning bowl salad. So I had to look that up and see what that was. And it says, the server in a retro uniform hands everyone a chilled fork and then proceeds to spin a giant salad bowl, all the while drizzling Lowry's special salad dressing onto the lettuce from a great height. <laughs> and why do we all have a chilled fork? I guess because it's for the salad. It's supposed to be cold. Oh, it sounded it sounded like we were helping him oh. make the salad. No, I guess that's just part but of we're it. Not. Okay. Um and then I'm gonna do a co- two cocktails. One is called the Whisk Me to Rodeo Drive, and it's bullet whiskey. Ooh. I know, and that's thirteen dollars. And then I'm also going to do this one because it sounded weird. It's called the Lowry's Meat and Potato Martini. and Meat and Potato Martini. Yeah, I know. But listen, it says it's a classic martini with chopin potato vodka and, a, and prime rib and horseradish stuffed olives. Oh, that got better. Okay. Yeah. So the that's $17. And then the hot fudge sundae that I'm getting that's prepared table side <laughs> is $10. So Perfect. that meal is $104. And Lulu, I'm there. It's $9,970.20. Oh, that's so great. I know. Crazy, right? You got there so fast, though. I know. I know. Oh, that's good, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of scary how fast you can spend that much money. I know. I mean, I could have just hired that girl for the whole day, and that would have been it. That with a couple drinks. So that's right. it. Yeah. I love your Beverly Hills day. Thanks. Um, we, can, we can maybe afford those meals sometime, and that's all we can afford out of your day. Yeah, the meals weren't bad. Um, the meals weren't not bad. I've actually eaten at the Lari's in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, they have a few different ones. And they, and they bring the prime rib up to your table in a cart. Oh, and they carve it 
at your table. I'm hungry now. Yeah, it was like my dad's. It was like my dad's favorite steakhouse for a long time. Like every time we went to Vegas, we had to go to Lori's. Mm. So it's very good. Um, your turn. Okay, my. I'm very excited about this day, and I didn't. Okay, I'm very. I'm. I'm just gonna start it. Okay. Um. So for my 10K day, we are going to Paris. <gasps> Ooh, Paris. Yep. Paris. Now, first of all, it was actually um, funny because as I was looking for uh, hotels, there are so many hotel rooms that are like fourteen thousand dollars a night. Like it would, Whoa. it would be really easy to blow the whole budget on the hotel. And I was really heartbroken because I found this hotel. Um, I did not go with the Shangri La because it was super expensive, but they have this room at the Shangri-La where you have a terrace and it overlooks the Eiffel Tower not overlooks but it like it's this amazing view of the Eiffel Tower from your terrace wow. and you can have breakfast and just have this private view of the Eiffel Tower and I was like that's what I want and it was like $7,000 a night and I was like that's I insane. can't stay there Yeah. <laughs> so, so instead we're going to stay at Le Bristol which is a great hotel also but we are in one of the mid-level suites so um i picked the junior the junior suite garden um junior suite garden junior garden suite maybe i don't i guess i didn't type that correctly at all okay uh it's it's like 2300 ish a night. So for two nights, it's $4,556. So I'm almost at $5,000 just from the suite. Nice. And La Bristol is a beautiful um, historic hotel in Paris. And what I do like about it is that it doesn't feel too modern. It kind of feels really French and old and has nice fabrics on everything. You know, like what you would think of as a French, expensive French country hotel. Yeah. Um, so that's wonderful. Also, I'm just going to assume I'm taking Ubers in the city. So I reserved $200 for Ubers. So that's my transportation. Nice. Um, I don't think I can actually get to all these places in one day transportation wise, but we're just going to pretend that my day is great and this is how it works out. They're like super Ubers. Super Ubers. Supers. Supers. Um, (laughs) so my breakfast and my lunch are very simple. My breakfast, I'm just going to go and wander and find a cafe. I'm going to have a coffee and, like, a pan au chocolat, you know, that croissant-ish thing with a chocolate in it. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking it'll be around $15 because I'll be near the hotel. It's going to be expensive near the hotel. Yeah. Easy. Okay. Then I'm going to start a little bit of a very, very fancy shopping spree. Okay. But the kind you can only do in Paris. So the first thing I'm going to do is go to this um, store called Maison Fabre. And all they sell are gloves. Oh, I thought it was going to be fabric because Fabre. Nope. All they sell are gloves. They make them there. Like if you go to their website, it, it actually shows you exactly how they make all the gloves, how the artisans do everything, how they hand stitch it. Um all that kind of stuff, and some of them have designs on them, some of them are just very classic. I picked two pairs of very fancy gloves. My first one is called the Daisy DS, and it's a black lambskin glove that looks like, it has like jewels on the fingers that make it look like you're wearing rings. (laughs) And then I picked the Rose N1 DS glove, which is just a really nice glove um, in burgundy. Those two pairs of gloves are $520. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Because we're in Paris, and I'm getting the best gloves that you can buy. That's crazy. Um, Then I'm going to go to, um, I think it's Cadol. It might be Sadol. It's C-A-D-O-L-L-E. It is a lingerie store Mm -hmm. in Paris. And I'm going to have custom gloves bras made oh my gosh that's like a dream I know I know so I read all these accounts of like people who have gone there's a bunch of like newspaper articles of of women who have gone to have this done and they literally like they measure you they 
look at the shape of your boobs. They decide what is the best one for you. They talk about what silhouette you want to have, all that kind of stuff. And then, um, and then they take some of their like, um, example bras, I guess. And then they pin them and they figure out if that's what you want. Then you go away and then they give you like, um, then you come back. It's like a three fitting process. You come back in like a week and then they try it on. I know all the things. I'm going to get two of them because as long as I'm there, I might as well. Yeah. You can't find the prices online for their custom bras, but I did find an article written in 2003 where she paid 550 euros for one bra. What does that translate for to? A custom bra. Um, I didn't translate that, but what I did is I said, if it's 555 euros in 2003, I'm going to guess that it's probably gone up to maybe 650 yeah. in 2018. It could be more, but that is $804.79 a bra. Oh my gosh. So for two custom, <laughs> custom bras, I'm paying $1,000. <gasps> $609.58. That's amazing. Oh, those are gonna, can, I, I bet know. you can't wash them. Like, you just got to, like, dry clean them or something. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't even know what you do. Like, like swirl them in or something to clean them. So you can't just put them in, in the washer. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, I was um, actually working with a bunch of women earlier this year, and one of the ladies said... That she, we were like, how do you wash a bra with that? For all of our male listeners, look, the things you go through. But um, how do you wash a bra without, you know, destroying it? And this woman wears it into the shower and <gasps> soaks around herself. No, and she doesn't. And tries it. No, she doesn't. She's, it does. That's a and big it's, lie. It's kind of, it's kind of the best and the worst way to, like, at first, you're like, that's crazy. And then you go, oh, actually, kind of makes sense. So she just washes it like she washes her body. Yeah, and then she and then she takes it off, and she probably, like, scrunches it. it around a little bit, but not much, and then she dries it. That's crazy. I've never heard of that but ever. But also, I haven't either, and, and um, but now I, I want to try it. Yeah, me too. It's a it's a little funny. Okay, anyway, so now I've bought my gloves and my bras. Wow. Clearly, I cannot afford to make a whole outfit this way because it's just too expensive. Yeah, not the route you're going. Um, over $2,000 on gloves and bras. Uh, so to reward myself for all of that, I'm going to go to La Durée, which is um, a macaron. What, what do we say? Macaroon. Oh. Shop. I was ready um, for macaroni. Yeah. Yes, macaroni. And it's, um, if you go into the store, it's on the Champs-Élysées, and if you go into the store, it's like a little music box inside. It's just gorgeous. It's like this green, like a moss green color with gold accents everywhere. It feels like you're in a jewel box, and you go inside, and then they have the, they have the cookies laid out, literally like you're in a jewelry store. That's awesome. (laughs) They're beautiful, and they're amazing, and or 12 of them, it's $30.62. I am buying a box of 12 of them. Yeah. They're going to travel with me through the day. Um, so at this point, I'm going to have uh, a snack and or a snack slash lunch. Okay. And I'm going to have my favorite str- sandwich in the world. Which and you is... can only get it in France. Oh. Um. I'm going to describe it, and you're going to think it sounds really normal, and you're going to think that you can make it yourself, and I'm telling you, no one here can make it I don't yourself. think I can make anything friends. myself. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they have in France, they have a lot of, like, halal carts, like we would have in New York. Okay. You know, where they make, um, where they make, like, gyros and stuff like that, and stuff on pita breads and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they have that flat top, right, where they cook the meat, and they yeah. cook the sausages. So those carts in France will often have um, a sandwich called steak hache frite or pan frite, or sometimes they call it um, the American, l'American. Okay. And what it is, is they take a baguette, they put it face down on the flat top, so it kind of like toasts it, and it also gets kind of all, you know, the flavors from the cooktop. Yeah. 
they take a like a like a ground beef or a hamburger patty they've cut in half, um, and they cook that. So far, so simple. Yeah. Then they put that in the baguette, and then they put fries on top of that oh. inside the baguette. And then they usually put um, ketchup and mayo. I I know that the description of it. No, I would love that. A like you could make it, and but, yeah, it sounds a little weird. It is the best sandwich I have ever had in my life. Yeah, I would and love that. Yeah, it's great. So I'm going to find a cart. I don't know where to find it in Paris, but I'm going to find it and I'm going to eat it. Um, it should cost me around 10 bucks. They're not expensive. They're, they're kind of street food there. So I'm just going to do that. So now I've eaten. I have all these expensive things. I have the macarons, all this kind of stuff. Uh, there is a store in Paris called the Librairie Gourmand. Okay. All those R's hurt my throat. Oh. It means like it means like the the bookstore bookstore of people who like food. Okay. And it is a store that is just vintage and new cookbooks. Oh, you would it's love that. Yeah, because I collect old cookbooks, I right? Know, so, yeah. Um, I have budgeted seven hundred dollars <gasps> for a to cookbook go in and buy whatever I want, and I'm going to ask them to ship it to my house. I was about to say that you would hate carrying that on. No, that's why I was like, oh, I have to budget for shipping too. But I mean, I just want to find like some really great. That's awesome. Old cookbooks. Yeah, because I um, I love old cookbooks. The more story that is with the cookbook the better like the older cookbooks always had a lot of like um description and prose in it and I really love that I love I love also I also love cookbooks that look like the food is terrible yeah like I really love like a good 1950 cookbook where everything is in gelatin <laughs> ew <laughs> like, it's so gross I really I really love those cookbooks. Okay, so I've gone to the cookbook store. Okay, so I have one big project that I haven't done yet. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go back, I guess back, I should have done this when I got the cookies, but I'm going to go to the Champs-Élysées, and there's a lot of stores at the Champs-Élysées where normally I would never be able to shop, right? There's like a Dior, there's Prada, there's Gucci, there's all, all those, all the brands. Okay. All the brands that basically make sunglasses that we can afford, but we can't afford their real things. That's yeah. what's there. Um, I'm going to go up and down the Champs-Élysées because what I need is a flowy red gown. Okay. I don't know who's going to make that in my size and that will fit me and that will look good on me. Um, but I'm going to find it and I'm going to walk up and down. My budget is not huge for Paris for that gown. I only have $977.75 to play with. Yeah. But I'm going to find it. It has to be long. It has to be red. It has to be flowy. Okay. okay. The reason is, is there this movie that I love called Funny Face? It's an old movie. It's a Fred Astaire and Audrey Hepburn movie. Okay. And uh, there is a scene where she goes to the Louvre. He's a, he's a photographer and she's a model. Okay. So they go to the Louvre and she, um, there's a statue called Winged Victory okay. in the Louvre. It's at the top of a staircase. And she's in this red dress. I'm, and by the way, basically what's happening is I'm recreating this scene. I'm hiring a photographer. Oh my, oh my God. And I'm going to recreate this scene because I've loved it since I was a little girl. That's such and a great idea. she stands at the top of the staircase. <laughs> and there's this statue, which looks like the head of the statue has been lost to history. So it's really just a headless statue. Um, and it's supposed to be Nike, I think, the goddess of... Uh, shoes? God, what is Nike the goddess of? Well, yes, the goddess of shoes. And so it's the, it's the body of a woman with wings, like an angel wings. Okay. And she's walking forward. So you can kind of see the motion in the garments that she's wearing, you know, as she walks forward. Yeah. It's at the top of this massive 
set of marble stairs. And in the movie, of course, there's no one in the museum. It's empty. I think, I don't know how they got that shot. And Audrey Hepburn is in this red dress. And she starts at the top of the staircase and she runs down and it trails behind her. And he's like, how should we pose you? And she just starts running down the stairs and she's going, take the picture, take the picture. And she like starts taking the picture and it's this stunning scene. So <laughs> that's crazy. I'm find her a red dress. I'm going to hire a photographer for $500. I'm hiring a hair and makeup person for $300. It will cost us. $55.72 for the three of us to enter the Louvre. Right. I don't know how I'm going to get that staircase free of people. Um, and I'm out of money to bribe people. So I don't know I, if I you have to. I kind of think it would be awesome to just have all these people staring at you in this photo <sighs> as you run down going, take the picture. Take the picture. <laughs> just to get, you know, what it would really be like. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that's my project for that's the day. That's so creative. <laughs> You're so creative. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm really excited, and now I really want to do this in my lifetime. Uh, um, so I've finished that, and I am going to a fancy dinner because I'm in Paris. And in and a red luckily, dress. In my dress, absolutely, and a new bra. Yeah. And I'm going to wear gloves just for the hell of it. <laughs> um, the, there's a really great Michelin restaurant in my hotel called Le Picure, so I'm going to go there. There are 40 tables in this restaurant. There are 40 cooks in the kitchen. That's how much attention they give each dish. That's crazy. I know. Um, every ingredient on the table is from France, and it's just this kind of um, super fine dining experience. The service is supposed to be really amazing. They do some table-side presentation things. Um, this is going to sound weird, but I found an article where someone talked about a dinner that he had there. Oh, I wish I'd I think it was from, where was this article from? Travel and Leisure? I don't remember where this article was from. Um, but he talks about this dish that he had there where they, where there's a, they took a, a chicken, a farm hen and they poached it go with me on this uh -huh. in a pig's bladder okay. which ends up looking like a balloon. It ends up looking like a balloon. Right. Um, it's a very old technique and then for service they put this, they bring the bladder to the table so it just looks like a balloon. Like when I saw the picture I, I thought it was an egg I didn't even know that's what it was. Right. Um, I think that they would and they they would sell more if they didn't call it a bladder. I think you're right. I like if you right. called it even so a they, pig's balloon or a pig's egg and people are like, pigs don't lay eggs. But we'd be like, I don't care. It's better than a bladder. You know? <laughs> um, well, they bring it out on this huge sterling silver Stand that's made for. Oh, this well, then that dish. makes it all better. I know. <laughs> they put they put it on top of the dish. It comes to the table. They cut it open at the table, and the steam of roasted chicken comes out at mm -hmm. your table. Um, and then they cut the breast table side. So they take the chicken out. They cut the breast table side. They serve it to you with like this really great sauce. Um, and like asparagus and mushrooms and they, I mean they so they plate the whole breast at the table. Then they take the dark meat away to the kitchen uh -huh. to be cooked into a second dish and they bring out that second dish to the table. Okay, yeah, I'm not a fan of dark meat. Okay, well you can just eat the breast. Okay. I mean maybe if it was in another uh, dish. I mean I'd try it. Yeah, you would try it. Yeah. If you can get past the pig bladder, you can get past the dark meat. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, the six-course tasting menu, I believe it includes wine, is $396.21. And then at 11 p.m., to finish my Paris evening off, I'm going to the Moulin Rouge to Ooh. watch the cabaret show. I know. And... Um, Oddly, it said that children from the age of six can come, but 
they're not wearing that much. So yeah, I don't think I would bring a child of the age of six. Um, the ticket is $120, but uh, I've always wanted to go to the Moulin Rouge and watch the show. And it's, you know, the big singers and acrobats and magicians and showgirls and dancers and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's a whole evening show. So I, I think it would be a really great time. And that brings me, because I, the reason that my red gown had to be $977.75 is because that takes me exactly to $10,000. Oh, wait. Exactly? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's the second time that's ever happened. Yep. Congratulations. It was a great day. That's amazing. Wow. I feel like we need some sort of like a, I don't know, like a... A sound? A sound or a bell that goes off or like a trumpet or... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it needs more. That's huge. Well, well, it is huge, except the fact that I'm really estimating the dress price. And I think the last time it happened, you you said, and then I'm going to tip everyone $700. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I'm going to get to 10000 So we're not like... We're not like actually... Math here. That's true. <laughs> uh, but how can you be exact when it's all pretend... <laughs> that was good I though agree. that's really good hey thanks man yeah I was really excited about that day like that is totally a day I would do if I had $10,000 oh my god yeah Paris I mean that's awesome okay so my friend what is your charity in my Beverly Hills my charity in Beverly Hills is called uh, Mixed Roots Foundation and it's a nonprofit organization that serves as the first and only national and global multicultural foundation for adoptees and their families. So I guess most of oh. the, yeah, most of the foundations out there that support um, adoption and adoptees and their families, um, they go towards the actual foster care or financial assistance programs um, towards parents that are wanting to adopt. But there's no programs except for this one that actually help support them after they get adopted. So it provides post-adoption resources, and it helps them all the way through being adopted um, until they're adults. So it's helping even the families kind of transition. Um, And this is a global foundation that was started in Beverly Hills. And so uh, it kind of supports everyone in the fact that we're trying to raise these children and help the families as well to be healthier and live happier lives overall. Because, you know, depending on what age, depending on the circumstances, the actual, you know, life after adoption can sometimes be, you know, scary and, you know, it's not always easy. It's not always happy. So that's what they do is uh, they gear all of their programs towards assisting these families after the adoption is actually final. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So I love that. And it's mixedrootsfoundation.org. What's yours? In Paris. Mine is called, in Gay de Paris, it's called the Enfant du Soleil Charity. Mm-hmm. It means the children of the sun. Oh. Um, the first, uh, the, the first uh, focus that they have is, uh, they say, bringing assistance to any child in a very difficult situation. That sounds kind of broad, but I think what it actually is, because I kind of had to like go through a website, is um, it's mostly, like, orphaned children or children who are living on the streets in Paris. Oh, okay. Paris has a really big homeless problem. Yeah. So, um, or homeless situation. It's not a problem. It's a, it's a situation. Right. And they, so they, you know, are trying to help the children, trying to reintegrate them into the culture and make them responsible citizens. But they also deal with women who are on the street, possibly women who have, like, been forced to turn to prostitution or begging. So what they do with them is they help, um, they give them food and, and, and a roof, but they also give them professional training yeah. so that they can find employment and then re-enter uh, traditional society that way. So 
um, I really liked the, the focus of that charity in Paris. Yeah, that's awesome. I love yeah, that. That's it. Very good. All right. Well, so we made it. Have, oh. No, we have to have two happies. Oh, yeah. Uh, my happy is that I'm about to go on vacation with you. Like, that's it's all, it's so all I can think about. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. The nice thing about going on vacation with you, because we haven't been on vacation, vacation together, but we've lived together, and we've been in places where it almost feels like you're on vacation, because we're, we're working, working somewhere yeah. that's fun, yeah. you know, um, is that you and I, like, <laughs> obviously, hello, podcast, we're all almost always 100% on the same page of when to save money and when to spend money. Yes, agreed. Like, we can wake up in the morning and say... I want to do this spa, so we're going to have to buy ramen noodles and eat in the hotel room. Yeah, and we'll be like, yeah. And And then we'll be like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm 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 really looking forward to it. We're going to have so much fun. I know. I can't wait. Um, And don't forget, if anybody has any great ideas for us to do on this Nashville trip, Mm -hmm. we're going to be there at the end of May? Yeah. End of May, right? Yeah. And if anyone has the hookup... You guys know some people in Nashville that, like, want to hook some girls up with, like, I don't know, a free experience. Uh, just Facebook us. Or Twitter us. Or, or email us at, at 10kdollarday.gmail.com. Yeah. Um, because we are available. And, hey, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us um, with the sound in this episode um we knew going in that it was going to be a little tricky but we're really grateful that you listened we're grateful for anybody that listens anytime but uh, the fact that you stuck through this episode really means a lot to us we'll be back um with our traditional sound setup starting next week and um now we know that we really do have to preload yeah if i'm on a ship because we had preloaded like four of them before my last trip yeah and this time we were like we can make it work and it's uh we can't so um (laughs) so thanks everyone for tuning in if you uh if you're liking the podcast please tell a friend and please go on itunes uh, and rate us if you are an itunes user or just if you know anybody that's looking for some podcasts send them our way we would love to get that algorithm up because every but every time we gain listeners then we can get farther up the list of people who can find us just by browsing rather than by typing in our name yeah um and the growth on this thing has been crazy like we're we're so excited we really just started five months ago yeah um four months ago yeah only four months yep yeah so thank you for listening we love you guys and you know what they say with friends like us Who needs amenities?